And welcome to episode 228, part one of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I am your host, Sean. Welcome to the program, everybody. Hi, everybody. How's everything going? Hope you're doing fine. Hope you're driving safely. Hope you're just chilling, relaxing in your room, listening to laughs that are about to commence any moment. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Unless you kind of Ed just laughed. There was a laugh. There you go. Oh, oh boy. Fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Geeksters now in Smellorama. <laughs> so, uh, well, speaking of farts, were you farting during the show? A couple of times you were leaning forward in your chair and I heard some noise. No, mm-hmm. no, no, you know what it was? Um, my mic, the mic stand, yeah. was squeaking a little. Okay. So, like, every time I would try to reposition the mic, because I, I'm. If you guys ever watched when we do a Facebook Live thing, I'm constantly moving. I'm like, yeah. I'm, I shake more than Michael J. Fox in a, in a tilt a world. <laughs> you know? Oh. Um, too soon. Too <laughs> soon. So, um, I try to move, like reposition the mic to kind of not be like directly looking at you because I know sometimes I pop my peas and a little spittle will fly out. Yes. So I try to keep like more <laughs> away so I have to kind of move my mic around. It goes, me, me, And I was like, oh. No, no, this was a different than, than the squeaking. No, no. This is like a, like a, <laughs> like I no, said, it, it like, could, could be the chair itself. Yeah. You know, because it is a leather seat. You know, <laughs> it's that, you fart. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Right away, starting the episode with the bathroom humor. <laughs> but uh, speaking of this episode, for those lucky enough to listen to the podcast here, Thank you very much. Um, we catch up on everyone's week. Yeah. Basically. Well, mostly Ed's week, because Stacey and I wait for our week to, in part two. Well, um, you've, you've kind of given some of your week, and, you know, based on the, all the movies you've seen. Yeah, you know. yeah, it was definitely like a, not only did we watch a bunch of movies, we had a chance to go on a road trip, which we'll talk about in part two. Yeah. You know, see quasi-famous people and purchases galore and yeah. walking into a whole new world with, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> we all, we we do the we do the top five box office yeah. movies. Um, we give Stacy and I give reviews on everything we saw this week. Yes, um, you give a review of the number three movie of the box office. That's yeah, right. We do. Yes, um, and then we you know get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. And as we were recording it. The Oscars were on, yeah. Um, so maybe we'll do like a little update because I know last week's show we gave our picks. Yes. So next week's show we'll we'll declare the winner of the uh, fifth annual Geeksters Oscar pool. That's right. <laughs> Get bragging rights. <laughs> See who comes out on top next week. Yeah. But until then, we'll give you. Maybe I'll give you like some highlights a little later on. But in the meantime, sit back and relax. Enjoy the show, and we'll see you at the end. And welcome to Geeksters. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Hi, and as always, is the lovely Stacy. Hi. <laughs> That's right. I said it before you told me to. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, how is everybody doing today? Great. How are you doing? Doing fine. Well, my tummy's a little upset, though. Oh. I had a little tummy ache. Oh. You know. Sorry. I just, you know, yes, I figured I'd tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on for a second. Uh, 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> now I feel a little better. Now I just need some toast, some dry white toast, maybe some chicken noodle soup. I'll be fine. Four whole chickens. Four, four fried, four fried chickens, and some dry white toast. <laughs> anyway, so uh, how was your weekend? Uh, it was. Uh, it was. It, I felt like I had a like a huge weight lift over my shoulders this week. And we'll find out later why. Later? Yes. Oh, okay. So we'll find out in the second hour, let's say, you know, why that letch, that that weight has been lifted off. Oh. Okay. Um, all right. I don't know why, but all right. So, uh, oh, why? Because it's, it's, it's going to be the, the Sean and Stacy story time? That's right. Oh, okay. Oh, that's so, not what I thought it was. There's no, <laughs> there's no nerd news. That's either. right. Or maybe a spattering of nerd news, depending on... How long I can uh, we can stretch out that our hour? Is that you saying? <laughs> yes. All right. <clears throat> anyway, um, well, wait. What did you think it was? I thought it was because you found out the release of Rogue One. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> that was just icing on the cake. <laughs> that was a good nerve, though. That, that was a good nerve moment. That was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, the wait has been lifted. <laughs> oh, yeah. April fourth. Oh, I can't get in here as soon. I can't. I can't get in here anymore. But copies. I legit thought it was. I was like, oh, I can't wait for him to talk about that. I already know the secret. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you do this week? Uh, I actually caught up with some video games. I was playing Little Black Big. Little Big Planet Three. Uh, it was the free download, one of the three d- free downloads from the PS4 network. Uh-huh. So I was playing that. And I was. It's actually interesting. It's a little weird, I think, but uh, it's designed uh, to let your imagination be free. Ahead. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. It was. It was cute, but it was. You know, I was like, I can see why now this is a free download. And like, I mean, I know you, people paid for this game. I know people paid for that fucking game. But what the <laughs> hell? People paid for this shit. <laughs> No, it was it was fun. It was it was it gets it does it does get a little addicting, you know, playing this and trying to figure out yeah. the different puzzles as you're trying to go through this map of where to jump and all that kind of stuff. Because the first time they give it to you, it's kind of like easy. Like they kind of like they, give you the arrow, like here, point, you know, yeah. like, you know, they point in different directions. Go over this way, okay, you know, and it's like that's fun. And then after like three levels, you're on your own, kid. Yes. Yeah. Um. I, I'm play. I played it too. It's one of again being a PlayStation Plus member, you get two free games for your PS4. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you still have your PS3, a free game for that as well. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like, I downloaded it. I tend to kind of download the free games, play it, and see if I like them. If not, I can always delete it. And if I ever get bored, I'll re-download it. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. Damn. For example, um, Injustice, The Gods Among Us, mm-hmm. the Ultimate Edition, a while back was um, a free download. I downloaded it because I had it for the PS3, and then you know I played it a lot. And then uh, I just I bought when I got the PS4. It was like the first couple months. It was one of the free ones. I was like, oh, I'll play that again. And yeah, I played it for a little bit. And because if you play the mobile version of Injustice, mm-hmm. they're linked because it's all linked to the same account mm-hmm. that you sign up the WB Play. I think it's called, mm-hmm. and you can win stuff for both games. Oh, okay. So like, um, I have. Harley Quinn's Arkham City's outfit that I won by playing Injustice, the mobile game. Oh, nice. So I can use that in Injustice, the console game. Nice. So um, the other day I re-downloaded it because she mentioned it, and I was like, well, you know what? I actually have it. Let me download it because it might get my thumbs back because come, you know, May, Injustice Dose comes out. Right. You know, so I figured I was get back in the shape of things. Get my uh, my thumbs working. 
Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> the guy do my lifts. X, 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 square, circle, 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 triangle, loop de loop, and punch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I was playing a uh, little big uh, LBP3, as yeah. the kids call it. As the kids call it, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a fun addic- uh, it's, a, it's a fun, addictive game because you kind of fall down a well because it's not too strenuous on the action. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to wander over here and we're going to wander over here. And then, next thing you know, three hours go by. And I'm like, wow. All that <laughs> stupid sack boy. <laughs> I was playing a little bit of that. And I was also playing God of War 3. I have that, uh, the remaster yeah. edition for uh, PS4. And uh, it just feels good just to kill stuff again, just to yeah. throw those blades of chaos out and just, you know, wipe out all those monsters. It's fun. Yeah. So I was having a good time with that. And then. Uh, I was still catching up on the shows, and I've 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 really tried, I've really tried oh, to watch Powerless. I'm trying to catch up because there's three episodes now that I haven't watched. I watched the <laughs> second episode because I watched the pilot episode. Uh-huh. And you you know I always say like pilots could be really good, and then the show goes kind of downhill, right. or the pilot's really bad, and the show could be really good. So you got to give it more than just the one show shot. So, so I got you got to get into it. Right? So I got through the second show and I got through that and I'm like okay and then I got through mid th- through the third episode and I'm like I felt like I was going to vomit. Really? <laughs> uh. I'm like there is nothing funny about this show at all. Uh. Uh, it's just is it is it maybe like the like smart funny or just like uh, no there is no I mean, there, are... there is no smart jokes in this at all. <clears throat> not like a little like nod or whatever. The only thing was that. They were playing like a fantasy league, but it was superhero fantasy league, and they were trying oh. to, you know, so the, whatever the superheroes did, you know, kind of thing. Like uh, the guy, the the uh, one of the uh, one of the engineers picked Flash, okay. and at the end of the episode, like he broke his leg, so he was out for the season, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and the new girl, who's played by uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens, yes. She picked uh, the Red Scarlet, which is like the new character they made up for the, the Crimson show. Fox. Crimson Fox, sorry. Hey. It's amazing for a guy who's never seen this whole episode. <laughs> she picks him, and everybody was laughing at her. And then she ends up like saving like a cruise ship or something like that. So her stats uh, went right up through the roof. Like she became the leader of the show, you know, leader of the uh, fantasy league. And I'm like, hey, it was cute, but it wasn't like you know, I'm laughing, you know, kind of thing. And then right. I was watching the third episode. I'm like, wow, this is just too tough to watch. So then I flipped over to uh, watching uh, the next episode of Legion. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's to say, it's still catching my interest. Like, oh, it's it's I mean, still it's there. Working. It's working. You know, it's it's definitely something that's like it's it's one of those things you have to really think through because they go through different uh, uh, timelines in a way. Like because they keep going through his past to figure out when his abilities kind of like started, if he triggered anything and what caused that trigger to help develop his powers. Right. And he's also now f- feeling his uh, sister being uh, caught by the. Uh, uh, the corporation and they're they're now trying to interrogate her to find him which is david the lead character of the of the show okay. so it's that kind of thing going on so you got that like internal turmoil for him going on because he can sense her and, and then like project himself in the room where she's at and seeing what's going on but then trying to also figure out how to do a powers because they figured if you go now they'll just catch you and kill you right and that's it you know so but it's interesting it's fascinating so okay. worth okay. watching do anything else? Uh, no, that was pretty much it. We did our Thursday night movie. We did uh, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. Yes. Um, okay, well, let's get to that. I mean, uh, it's the second in the Jack Reacher mm-hmm. stuff. Um, you and I saw the first one. Yes. Stacy did not. Did yeah. not. 
So, as a fan of the first one, mm-hmm. what did you think of it? It was good, but it wasn't the first one good. Like, I watched the first one, like, four times. Like, I, every time it was on, I would catch it somewhere and I'd watch it. Because it was, like, that good of a good of a movie. Right. That I thought he did a really good job on. I'm like, wow, I can't wait. I hope they make a series out of this, a series of right. movies. And you see the second one, and it was like, it was okay, but it was not... There were some elements, I think, missing that, that, that he had in the first one that he didn't have in the second one. I, I, I agree, because I kind of felt like they jumped the shark, I think, a little too early by introducing the girl that could or could not be his daughter. Yes. I kind of felt like that was... You, you did that one a little too soon. Mm-hmm. Do it, like, get, like, three movies under your belt first as the, the badass from the first movie, and then maybe then go drop the mic and go... Like, this girl might be your daughter. Dun, dun, dun. You're like, <gasps> you know, I think they just kind of did it a little too soon. And the thing was, was that when you saw the trailer for this movie, they didn't mention the girl at all. Right. In the movie, it was all these action scenes, and you're like, yep. that looks fucking awesome. Like, I got to see this. And then you see it, and you go, a kid? Yeah. Really? <laughs> uh, now, what did you think of the movie? Um, Having not seen the first one, all I knew that I was walking into was a Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> That's it. Which I'm not mad at. Right. Yeah. You know, it's whatever. It's Tom fucking Cruise. So, I mean, you can't, no one can talk shit about him other than what he believes in. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the only jab that anybody ever has right. at Tom Cruise. So I'm like, all right, I like Tom Cruise. I can watch it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of action movies. Not because I don't like them. I highly respect them, actually. Mm. But it's just not, like, my thing. Well, you know? We'll get in that after. Yeah, we can we... touch back that into yeah. why I, I say that later, once mm-hmm. we get to, like, the box office, I guess. Okay. Um, But, you know, my judgment on whether or not I like a movie is if it, I wanted to go to sleep. You know, like, did I want to play on my phone while it was on? And I didn't. It kept my attention. I was like, is that his kid or is that not his kid? Like, I wanted to know if it was his kid. And then, <coughs> you know, like, the relationship – air quote relationship that he has with the girl not not the child but the fe- the lead female character smothers her smothers i'm like her. what's up with that like i wanted to know where it was going but i don't know if i would watch it like a thousand more times you're, you're more you know? interested more interested in the relationships that were going on in the movie than the actual actual action plot of the whole movie yeah because vehicle, for me going. like once once you see like a fight scene yeah. in an action movie You've seen all fight scenes in action movies. Punch, punch, jab, jab, shoot a gun a couple times, punch him in the face, pop him in the kneecaps, boom. Action sequence. <laughs> you know? Uh, okay. I, I, you know? Um, it's not... I, I respect action sequences because somebody mm. had to choreograph that. Mm. You know, like, somebody had to say, okay, this is how we're going to do it. This is the step. Actors and stunt people had to train for that. I respect the process. I'm just not... I'm like a substance movie kind of girl. Like, give me something to think about a little okay. bit, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, but, I mean, ultimately, I en- I enjoyed it enough to enjoy watching it. Mm. You know, like, if it's on TV, I don't know if I'm like, ooh, look, Jack Reacher 2 is on. I got to watch that, you know? Like, mm. I'm, I'm not going to turn off Little Mermaid for it. Okay. <laughs> 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 you because know? I didn't need that substance, you know? <laughs> yeah. Something that, you know... Everyone loves a sassy redheaded mermaid, and that I can relate with that. And, you know, <laughs> look, as a girl that grew up in the nineties, I can so relate to Ariel. Okay, 
<laughs> on land, they don't reprimand their daughters. Uh, <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, all right. Well, so you know what? Let's get to why she doesn't like action movies. But let's let's, let's hit the box office. Uh, because oh, okay. Stacey and I, we did have a full week, but we're saving that for a little later in the show. Okay. So you can sit back and just laugh along. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's try to get let's get business out of the way. All right. Let's do the top five movies. Here we go, kids. Number five was the number two movie of last week. It was Fifty Shades Darker. It made seven point seven million over the weekend and one hundred and three point six overall in the three weeks to release with a fifty five million dollar budget. Okay. Okay. Uh, number four is the number three movie of last week, The Great Wall. It made $8.7 million over the weekend and 34.4 overall in the two weeks of release of $150 million budget. Yeah, well, well, now, okay, now, apparently my dad said, you know, that while it's kind of tanking here, mm-hmm. overseas, where I would say it's probably the market for, yeah. it opening weekend was over $100 million. Oh, okay. Right. So it obviously made... It's, it's probably made its profits in the... Right. Yeah, okay. Again, it's one of those things like how Warcraft didn't do shit here, but overseas it was like... Yeah. You know, that's how the Great Wall is being received worldwide. All right. All right, so what else? Number three was the number four movie of last week. It was John Wick Chapter 2. It made $9 million over the weekend and 74.4 overall in the three weeks release. I have no budget for that, so... I'm going to say it was probably a low budget. Yeah. That's the movie we saw. Today. Okay. So uh, let's go to number one. We'll go back to uh, John Wick. All right. Number two was the number one movie of last week, the Lego Batman movie. It made $19 million over the weekend and 133 overall in the three weeks release with an $80 million budget. So it's profiting here in America. Sure. All right. And the uh, number one movie? Number one was Get Out. It was a new release. $30.5 million over the weekend. And that's where it sits with the total gross with a $4.5 million budget. Well, okay. Four point five million dollar budget, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Here's what I know about it. It's the one. It's it's the trailer where you have like I thought it was a horror movie. Mm-hmm. How it was done. Black guy sitting in a chair in front of a white woman, and she kind of looks like she she's hypnotizing him a little bit. Yeah. Um. It's directed. By, it's written and directed by Jordan Peele from Key and Peele. Okay. Okay. Now you'd think guys, comedy, comedy, but it's not. It's a heavy drama. Um. It's here's the plot. And it's real simple. A young African American man visits his Caucasian girlfriend's mysterious family estate. <laughs> now I have a coworker who who saw it. Yeah. Um. And I was like, so how is it? Because it looks like it's a horror movie. She's like, not. It's it's really like, you know how it's it's a story. The best way she put it, it's about a little. It's about racism, but it's not really like. It's more of the rich white folk on how they look at people. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that her boyfriend being black, it causes a little bit of a, oh, you're very educated for a black man kind of stuff. Like, it was really, like, from what I understand, it's really good, though. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's my cup of tea, but, you know, the Janice, the girl I work with, she was like, it was really good. She's like, it wasn't like, Wow, but it was like, yeah, it was a decent movie. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I was like, Peel, is that from the Keen Peel? She's like, yeah. And I was like, was it funny? She's like, not at all. Like, it was really, like, kind of in your face, but more so, like, uh, the snobbishness of the rich white folk and how they view all other people, mm. not just, you know, it, like I said, it, it compounds the fact that the, the kid's African American dating is, you know, a white girl. Yeah. So right away, rich white folk are kind of like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but the way they look at 
also the middle class white folk and the poor white folk. Yeah. And, like, it's really like a kind of a, I would say probably more like a, a statement on society rather than, you know, well, I guess race and society kind of intermingle a little okay. bit. She said it was really good. I don't know if it's my, like, I don't know if I'm going to go see it because mm-hmm. it just doesn't, there's nothing there pulling out of me. No, I mean, there's that one scene there where he's like in this chair and the mom, I'm assuming at this point, is like tapping on her tea glass and she's like, okay, now sink through the floor. And it's like, is, is, is that a horror? Because it looks like he's starting to sink through the floor. Like, is, is the kid, is the kid, it's him, like, why can't I move? Or I'm like, yeah, he looks like he's crying. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't, is that just a, because she's affecting him with her words, or is she really fuck? Like that's the only part I don't know. Yeah, and it's like, well, am I gonna pay ten bucks to see that scene? Like, <laughs> I have quite a few friends on Facebook, like I'm a dozen people at least off the top of my head. Yeah, like on my own Facebook that went and seen it and said it was really, really good. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now those people are like my generation. Okay. And I would definitely say that all of them are. Um, on like the liberal side of things, okay. You know what I mean. Um, but I trust some of these people's opinions, <laughs> so some I'm, I'm kind of like, well, some some of them, right. some of them, I'm like, Mm-mm, you told me another movie was good and it was not good, so like, fuck you, I don't trust your word anymore. But a few of them are like, it's really good, you got to go see it. <laughs> so I'm like, they said other movies were really good that were really good, you know? Like, what's that all about? I mean, there, there's a part of me that says like. If it was on sale on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it's one of those like, you know what, I kind of want to see that. Like the other week, we this past week we saw the Jungle Book. I wanted to see it, so yeah. I popped it on. It was really good, you know. Like so, it's one of the, to me like Get Out. It's one of those movies that be like, oh look, it's on Netflix. Let me go and watch it because I can watch it now at my right. leisure. Right. I don't know if I'd be like, you know what, it's got off from work. It's a beautiful day. Let's go see Get Out. Like yeah. it's it's not one of those. Right. Not, it's not pulling me that way, but it's pulling me to see eventually. Yeah. You know? Any, okay. Do you have any... Uh... I have no desire to see this movie at right. all. You know? I mean, if, if you brought it over as, as a movie we're going to see, then yeah, sure, you know, right. I'll see it. But I'm going to be like, let's go see Get Out. Come yeah. on, guys. Come on, guys. Let's have some, let's have a few laughs and go see Watch Get Out. You know? <laughs> like, with, with a title like Get Out, I was expecting more to come like the Get Out. Yes. You know, like it's a kid in a haunted, a haunted mansion type thing. Yeah. Nope. Um. So, before we get to our review on John Wick, I we saw a bunch of movies this week. Okay. Um. We besides um. You want me to do this? Yes, you do All this. Right. So we watched a Jungle Book. Mm. He had never seen it. I have. I went and seen it in theaters. Um. We watched that. I liked it the first time I watched it. I'm assuming he enjoyed it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was. It was. It's kind of exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful looking movie. It's a spectacle of mm. wonders and computer animation. Right. You know, everything felt real. I thought the casting of the voices. I mean, she had a problem with Scarlett Johansson as Ska. Ka. Ka. Uh, because in the cartoon, it's played by a man's voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the snake's a boy. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that the size of King Louie is ridiculously huge. Ridiculously huge. <laughs> right. But I was like, I don't know if that's how he is in the book. Like, I've never read the book. Mm. So I can only go by Disney's version of it right. when I was a kid. Right. You know? The cartoon version, right. <clears throat> I thought Christopher Walken as King Louis was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He Perfect voice for, for mm-hmm. that character, especially when he sings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And Bill Murray as Baloo was spot on. I felt like that was brilliant casting. The mm, way yeah. the way he he you if you didn't know the voice of Bill Murray, like you must live on another planet because he had. I, I legitimately felt like he he channeled every comedic role that he had from Meatballs to Stripes to Ghostbusters. He kind of had that kind of cadence, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Right. No, no, you're doing perfect. You, you know, like that kind of. No, like when you think like what should Baloo sound like, and you you take out the cartoon, mm. that's what it's like the perfect. The way he talks and okay. the way he enunciates his words, like it's all mm. perfect. Okay. Um, but we watched that. We watched Unthinkable, the movie with Samuel Jackson, Michael Sheen. Is that his name? Yes. Yo, look at me remembering names. Um, last week we talked about it on in the elevator on the way up to the studio from break, okay. and um, we. I remembered it because we were talking about Untouchable because I thought that was what Split was related to or whatever. That's neither here nor there. But a couple days after that, I was like, well, I wonder if Best Buy has it. Because I had seen it before, but neither you you had even heard about it, Mm. much less like watched it. So I looked it up. It's at Best Buy, but it's only online. So Sean's like, well, check Netflix. So I look on Netflix and it's on Netflix. Mm. So we go home. We watched it. I had seen it already. Now the Netflix ending is different than the ending that I seen on a bootleg DVD copy of it mm. that someone had burned off of their actual DVD copy and given to my brother. Okay. But we watched that. I loved the movie the first time that I watched it. Um, it's basically about some nuclear bombs have been planted in the U.S. and mm. a guy who is a U.S. citizen but has converted over to Islam has planted these three nuclear bombs in various U.S. cities. Mm -hmm. And he basically wants the president to meet his demands or these bombs are going to go off and each bomb can kill like 10 million people or something like that. So it's going to like really seriously threaten our country. It's going to ruin someone's day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Homeland Security gets called in. The FBI gets called in. Everyone's Mm -hmm. taking it crazy, super serious. Samuel L. Jackson's character plays an interrogator who is pretty much willing to do the unthinkable Ed. anything. <laughs> He's like the the interrogator that you call when you need someone to do kind of something kind of shifty, but the government doesn't want to admit that they did that because right. it's like really horrible. Yeah, call Samuel; he'll help you out. Right. right. So we watched it. Um, like I said, I thought it was good. It's like a drama slash action ish, only because there's like a little bit of violence in it. Mm. Um. But for the most part, it's like a drama thriller, you okay. know. Um, since it was your first time seeing it, what did you think? I, I liked it a lot. I mean, you have it's again, it's one of those movies when you hire Samuel L. Jackson, you get Samuel L. Jackson. Yes. It's a lot of him going. You just don't understand. The world is in danger. You know that kind of. Yeah. You know, like it's everything is like that. Right. You know, um, he plays like the guy. Like it, it has this moral question. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, what would you do? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, Trinity from um, Matrix. The Matrix, she's yeah. in it too. There was a couple other smattering of people I go, oh, I recognize that person. Mm. It was like a nice eclectic cast. Um, Stephen Root's in it, but a serious, seri- serious Stephen Root yeah. instead of comedic Stephen Root. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I like all the players involved. And the way it unfolded, it was good. And it kind of... 
like when we were talking about it after it's done, you know, I'm going to try not to spoil it. It's going to be kind of tough. Um, there is a moment at the end where there's a revelation. Like, it, it becomes this moral question of what would you do to save 10 million people? 30. Because it's 30. in, it's in, there's three bombs in three cities. <laughs> right. So it's like Samuel L. Jackson is the guy who will cut a finger off and who will stab you in the leg and, you know, tor- basically torture you in- indiscriminately to get the information out of you. Mm-hmm. Where it's, you know, I would say a couple years old, I'd say the movie. So it's, yeah, it's, it was like 2010. It's in that, that gray zone where it was obviously making a social commentary on how nice we're treating our, you know, the people that we need information from waterboarding, you know, like we have a moral obligation to be better than these people, blah, 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 from the Carrie Ann Moss aspect. Right. Where Samuel L. Jackson is like, you don't get it. These people don't give a fuck about us. Mm-hmm. We need this information or 30 million people are going to die and we have four days to get this information. You're going to play nice with him or you're going to play hardball. Right. So, and then it comes to a point in towards the end where yeah, Samuel L. Jackson has to say, are you willing to do the unthinkable? And right away I was like, eh, he said eh, it. He said it. Eh. And, he brings the guys here. I'm going to spoil it. The guys, kids in. Yeah, and he's going to torture the kids to in get front of him. in front of this guy to get the information out. And of course, that's where Carrie and Moss puts a stop to it. Blah blah blah. And you know, you think it's like, well, he gave he gave the information, but then there's like a little twist where Samuel L. Jackson kind of basically goes, "You guys completely forgot that the." <laughs> it's been out for seven years. Uh, yeah, seven yeah years. you're right. Yeah. Um, the plutonium or the the um, is it plutonium or whatever the, whatever the uranium. Yeah, there was like fourteen pounds. Yeah, eighteen, 18 pounds. You want me to do this? <laughs> no. Okay. There was like eighteen pounds, and it should be three bombs. Oh. Well, then if you did them, and the very end after they go, no, you can't do this to kids. Blah blah blah. Where it says you know, and and she takes them out. He's like, yo, basic math, three bombs. Four pounds or five pounds per ba- bomb. Three and a half. Three and a half. Something like that. Only equals this amount. There is a fourth bomb, you fuckers. Isn't that right? And, he it, and the guy didn't say anything, and he winds up, you know, killing himself. So it's one of those, like, in, in the version I saw, they, the movie ends with her taking the kids out and the movie's over. Like, it's she's willing to sacrifice at this point, you know, because he gives them three of the addresses of where the bombs are. Mm-hmm. And when Samuel says there's a fourth one, we still need information. doesn't matter at this point because the guy killed himself. But right before then, she stops it because you can't torture kids. Like and he's like, well, then are you willing to sacrifice 10 million people for the lives of these two? Mm-hmm. You know, these two kids. Like, what are you willing to sacrifice? And she picks the moral high road. And that's kind of how, like, the movie's left with, is there a fourth bomb or is there not a fourth bomb? Like, you're left with that question. Apparently, in the version she saw, mm-hmm. it extends that version to where you see the SWAT teams or the the, the guys defusing three bombs, mm-hmm. and then is it like the second floor or like just beyond? Well, it's in like a parking garage or something that's set up like that, <coughs> and you see like the FBI and the the bomb squad come in and they're like defusing the bombs, and then they set them off, and there's this big or not set them off, but they turn they turn them off to right. keep them from going off and then there's this big everyone's celebrating and then like the camera pans out 
and underneath the tarp, you can see like the corner hanging out of the fourth bomb. Mm. So in the version I seen, it was confirmed in the movie that there was a fourth bomb. Mm -hmm. Like it, like Samuel was right. They should have basically if Samuel didn't want to stop torturing the kids because he knew there was a fourth bomb. Right. He didn't actually do anything to them, but he was getting ready to. Mm. And that's when the guys like starting to spitting out addresses. The addresses are legit. They get them confirmed. And then they're like, all right, we got him. Now leave the kids alone. And he's like, no, no, no. Locks the door. Cause he knows there's a fourth bomb. Right. So he's going to keep going until the guy's like, all right, there's a fourth bomb, okay. you know? And then they pull the kids out. Well, once they take the kids out, the guy knows that he has won. Cause now there's nothing that they can do to get him to give the fourth bomb up right. They're all, He already knows they're not going to bring the kids back in. He ends up shooting himself in the head. Right. So Samuel's like, that's it. We lost. Yeah. There's a fourth bomb. At the end, it shows that fourth bomb, and you're like, oh, shit. There is no moral question at the end because you see the fourth bomb. Yeah. But in the Netflix version, you don't see the fourth bomb. So there is kind of like, oh, was he right? Was she right for taking the kids out? There's like a little bit of a moral question. So I was like, well, that's not the ending that I've seen. (laughs) Like, like I was a bit surprised, and I'm like, well, maybe I've seen like an extended version of it or something. Right. Um, I don't know because we had it on, on like a burned copy of it we didn't have like the actual disc so i have no clue why i seen what i seen and netflix has it another way i i and i think (laughs) i might have been able to piece why that is sometimes a movie gets put into test screens and they go and back and when they they after they watch it they get asked people's opinions on stuff and then they'll make changes to the movie to kind of compensate for what they think was going to play to a more broader audience Mm -hmm. I know, like, um, remember the Highlander Endgame? Mm-hmm. With, it was supposed to be the Christopher Lambert's last Highlander movie, and um, Duncan, it was a, uh, Adrian, Paul. Adrian Paul's first yeah. Highlander movie. Right. Well, the version I saw, because I saw a bootleg version, was way better than the version that was released onto video. Yes. Or in theaters. Yes. And when I saw, when I saw it, I was. So I remember like, this because yeah. you gave me the you gave me the copy of it, and I watched it. And I'm like, yeah, it was nothing like the theatrical release of this movie, right? So I think that that might have been one of those cases with this movie where they play it into a test audience, and they're and maybe not have been like, oh well, you're basically not in some sort of test audience. They're like, well, you should. I don't like the ending because we now we know that 10 million people died that same that you know you should have killed well, those, you should have tortured those kids. Well, not even too much that. Like Hollywood for the most part, I mean they do have it once in a while they do let that out, but once in a while they do like want a happy ending. They want it not to end right. where like mm-hmm. 10 million people are going to die. Right. Like the uh, I used to take a movie class and they were saying like there was a lot of books that you would read and you would see the movie version of it and it always ended up being a happy ending. Streetcar Named Desire is one of them with um um Oh, that's Marlon Brando. That, thank you. At the end of it, he comes out of the out and yells for Stella to come back. Stella! And Stella comes back at the end, and they become like a happy family again. Right. And in the book, it's like, no, that's not even the truth. The reason why they did that was because they wanted a happy ending for Hollywood Stanley Kowalski for uh, Marlon Brando's Hollywood character. Hollywood loves a happy ending. Exactly. And they, know, they, they feel that the people who watch that go – Ah, and they, they they go about their lives thinking everything worked out, like everything right. was you know right. It's like somewhere in Hollywood can't can't. Um, sometimes it's okay to let the bad guys win, or sometimes you know what there isn't a nice 
bow tie. Like, like yeah. as much as we everyone loves a romantic comedy where the couple gets together and everything saves, you know, everything looks fine. They you leave the theater going, oh, they must really love each other. Right. Or whenever an action movie, like two people get together, like uh, you know, during the course of an action movie and they fall in love, you're like, oh, well, they're going to stay together forever. Most of the time, they're not because it's that heat of that moment right. where after the adrenaline subsides and real life falls back into play, maybe you realize you don't have a lot in common. Mm. You know, so I, I think that that's why Hollywood. Like, there are some endings where I actually like the the I mean, when I say quote unquote bad ending mm. because it is like you know what sometimes it, things don't always end in a nice little bit. Yeah. So I might have been one of, one of the ones that been like, oh my god, that was a phenomenal ending. But then there's grandma three seats over going, no, I need that happy ending. I need to know that Samuel L. Jackson was wrong in his moral choice. Yeah. You know, I, you know, but I enjoyed it. I, I liked it a lot. It was really good because, again, you get Samuel L. Jackson being a hard ass and being the, the, yell, the guy who yells in the room to get, you know, <laughs> everyone's attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, then we also. We watched Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yeah. That's the one with Zach Galifianakis mm-hmm. and. Uh, they're with sir- a very skinny Zach Galifianakis. By skinny Galifianakis, Galifianakis, John Hamm. Yeah, yes, very, very skinny. Like when you first saw him, she was like, "Oh my god, he lost a lot of weight." I'm like, "Yeah, I, I, I saw like a photo of him in the past, and I was like, yeah, he, like Jonah Hill skinny." Yeah, kind of. I thing. looked at him. I was like, "Is that the guy from The Hangover?" Like it, it took me a second. Yeah, he's still process. pretty thin because he does yeah. a show on FX called Baskets. He plays a clown. Yeah. And it's a, you know, a weird drama-esque, comedy-esque, yeah. black comedy type <clears> of thing. Uh, the movie was funny. I I, I, want, I wanted to see it in the theaters. Mm. And when it hit Blu-ray, I was thinking about picking it up on Blu-ray just because it's a movie I wanted to see. And I wasn't $20 invested kind yeah. of thing. So we red-boxed it. I'm like, you know what? I'm $2 invested. All right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, worst case scenario, if I really like it, I can always buy it again. Yeah. Like, I can always buy it. It was entertaining. It was cute. It was had its funny moments. Um, I Got to be honest, having Gal Gadot in it, seeing – it's still from it's still hard. It's going to sound bad. Um, she doesn't have the body that I feel Wonder Woman should have. Right. You know, like, she's great in it, and there's, like, action moments, but there was, like, a scene where she's, like, in lingerie talking to Zach Gallup next is what – and you see as much as you possibly can see of Gal Gadot without her being fully naked. Yeah. And you just go, well, I can see her hip bones. I can see, you know, the shoulder blades. And this is during. Do I know, see a rib cage? Yeah. Kind of, it almost yeah. felt like that. Yeah. And I'm just like. Get, a, get this woman a sandwich fast. Yeah. I was just like, uh, you know, like I kind of, again, it's going to sound misogynistic or chauvinistic. I would want more curves. Out, yeah. of, out of out of a Wonder Woman, right? You know, and even Stacy was. No, I mean, just... and, and I'm a, I can agree with him. And mm-hmm. I'm a girl, mm-hmm. and I'm a girl who can appreciate an attractive female body. Like I'm not like, ugh, why are you staring at her? Why you like her? But no, 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 that's not me. Like I'm like, oh look, she's pretty. Her butt's nice, you know. <laughs> so we're looking at her, and I, everybody knows I'm not Wonder Woman's biggest fan. I don't hate her, but I'm not like, oh, girl power. Mm-mm, that's not me. So even when I like, I didn't really have, I didn't care if she played Wonder Woman. I'm like, yeah. mm, okay, she's gonna be Wonder Woman. But in this, seeing her in that lingerie, she really is. She's not voluptuous enough. Right. You know, like it's not that, it's not like her chest isn't big. She's just not. 
she, like she's not thick enough. <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> <laughs> like the only way that you can th- you know like Wonder okay. Woman's thighs are have some meat to them yeah, and the she's muscle. got a nice little some hip bones on her, but not like you can see the bone, but like an hourglass figure. She can figure crack it. her walnuts with the punching <laughs> her legs yeah, together. And, yeah, yeah. And she, Gal Gadot just doesn't. She's gorgeous, but she's just not. Give her a pizza. <laughs> like, but, I mean, put and, some fat on her. And I also know that there's more to Wonder Woman than just her look. It's the inner strength, the inner beauty. And I think Gal projects that pretty well. Yeah. So, like, and I think that the, the costume that they have her in looks good. I like, I like the look of wonder woman as when she's in motion and all but i was just like yeah, you know it's it's still going to be hard for me to watch that movie go yeah all right kind of let's see a little muscle there yeah. or, you know i mean like i said well well when's that when's wonder woman coming out no idea i don't March, care right? yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a summer movie that's all i know and yeah we'll we'll be there <laughs> kicking and screaming yes um, then we went to um, Best Buy and I bought a ten dollar movie. I was ten dollar invested in this movie. Okay, Pixels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're stopping this tape right now. <laughs> no, go ahead. I actually thought it was a cute movie. Okay, did you see it? No, I, I, I I'm. <coughs> it just ruins my, my childhood. You know what? I, okay, I I was right there with you uh. and. She said it was cute, and you know, I love her. I trust her. She wouldn't steer me wrong. But I also know it's a ten dollar movie. I, I don't care. I, I was interested in seeing it again. Ten dollar invested. You know, yeah. um, popped it in, and it was right after we watched Unthinkable. So I was like, you know what? After that kind of movie, I'm looking for some good dumb comedy. I wouldn't say it was dumb. It was definitely cute. It was like, um, like click cute or yeah. or bedtime stories. Bedtime stories cute where it's. Adam Sandler being, or, or Daddy, um, Big Daddy, cute. You know, not, there wasn't any raunch to it. There wasn't any, you know, not Happy Gilmore funny, mm. not Billy Madison funny, but it was it was like, all right, you know what? As a, a person who grew up playing those games, I can appreciate some of the jokes. Okay. And it was like, it was actually quite, it was more, again, maybe because my expectation was really low going in. Okay. But watching, I was like, you know what? All right, that's not bad. But there was a point where Josh Gad's character, and everyone I think now knows I'm not really a big Josh Gad fan. Yeah. Um, there's a point where he's playing this video game. Uh, I forget what the name of the game was. But it was definitely like the female warrior type princess kind of thing. Mm. And she was like, did you play that game when you were a kid? And I'm like, that game didn't exist. And I was a kid. That game was designed for the movie. You know, cause, yeah, and I didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't know that. Right. Because it's like this, um, I would say like a Valkyrie kind of character with swords and and Josh Gad's kid character and who grows up is completely head over heels in love. I would say it's like the blonde version of Wonder Woman for a video game. Okay. So like through his whole life, he's like been in love with it. So when she comes to life in the game, it, it's there's a cute co- comedic moment like there. Right. Um, like I said, it was it was actually the only thing I found kind of not really too. I'm going to say as far as believable is um, what do you call it? Kevin James is president. <laughs> it was definitely like all right but he wasn't like um he wasn't paul blart mall cop no. funny he was like just kind of i would say he was um he's like how'd you get that job you know like when you see him in that character you're like how did he get elected 
Yeah, you know, and the the people the the country doesn't like him. Like the whole time they're trying to figure out what's going on, and and the aliens are invading, and and you know they have to do these video games to fight the aliens or whatever. And the people don't like him. He's like, you don't understand. I'm going to get impeached. Like he is, they're not a fan of him as the mm. president. And I think that makes it sit better that he plays the president because <laughs> you're like, well, everyone hates him. So, I mean, I guess I could understand. I don't know how he got the job in the first fucking place, but everyone hates him. So it's okay. And as the movie progresses, people start liking him better. Right. The reason why he got that job is <laughs> because he's friends with Adam Sandler. And he says, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin James, President character. There you go. Well, Adam and him in the movie are actually hysterical to each other yes. because there's a part where I'm going to, what's his name? Cause I want to call him Paul Blart. <laughs> oh, um, Kevin James. Okay. There's a part where he's reading to like a kindergarten or some, a girl scout troop or whatever. And he can't pronounce a certain word. Mm. And then the kid pronounces it and he's like, thanks, I got it. And she's like, you're so mean. And then the kids hate him. <laughs> and he walks out and everyone's screaming because, you know, no one, there's like rows of people picket fist, fencing. Like yeah. they do, they're protesting him. Because apparently the president hates the Girl Scouts. Right. <laughs> right. So there's a point where, where he kind of is talking shit to Adam Sandler and Adam Sandler said something really out loud and obno- I don't remember what it was, but he said something really out loud and obnoxious and it totally gets the crowd to like roar and scream. And he's like, ha ha ha. See you later. Like he fucks with him a lot. Yeah. Like their friendship in the movie is, is cute. When, when we were at Best Buy, I was like, Sean, it's not like the best movie in the whole wide world. You know, like it's definitely not Bill- Billy Madison. You're not getting raunchy funny adam sandler with this you're not but like if you if you're okay with like adam sandler being a family man and making like a cute family pg-13 movie for like young kids that's exactly what you're gonna get when i watched the first time i thought it was cute and that's not knowing a whole lot of the video games that they talk about it <laughs> <in>. <laughs> like there was a moment where i saw the mushrooms from centipede i was like oh my god centipede she's like you knew that i'm like yeah I lived, breathed, and died those movies when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's games. games. Um, you know, you see Asteroids, Pac-Man, yeah. you know, Galaga. I'm like, I, I know every, I'm like, I, the only thing I can think of most of the time is like, Sony must have paid a shit ton of money to Nintendo to get that Donkey Kong thing at the end. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it was cute. I mean, like I said, it was, if I'm, if I got nothing to do on a Sunday and it wants to be on TV, I'll watch it or I'll watch it again. Because I, I, the, the special features, I didn't get a chance to see. Mm. Um, it was really plus also too the creator of Pac Man just recently passed away. Yeah, so it was a little bit kind of like a oh man, it, that guy just at least he got that moment. Like, right, he's now immortalized. His face is now immortalized with that character. It's mm-hmm. it's like kind of a bittersweet thing mm. from, as a older guy who's getting you know, up in age. It's like <laughs> this is so nice. <laughs> he's a good boy. <laughs> 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 Um, let's see what else did we watch? Well, we watched Jack Reacher. We watched John Wick the first one last. Yeah, night. we watched John Wick the first one because I, I, you know how much I love it. Yeah, and, and we watched, we saw John Wick two, which gets us to the review. Okay, I liked the movie. Thought it was great. It continued on the story of it's you know of it looks like a few months after the end of John Wick one. Yeah, um, and it goes it. T- it it just goes through more of the world of the, like, I'm going to say hitmen or assassins or whatever, whatever they consider that society to be, society right. to be. Um, 
a little globe trotting. Just underground. Yeah, like yeah. like it almost it, take out Hitman, put in Vampire, and it had the same kind of vibe. Like, hey, you know what? You go down this building, go through this hallway, and then go to this door that always seems to be locked, should be locked, and it's not. And the world goes into a a whole be more beautiful world than what's out there on the street. Right. So, and I always feel like a good vampire movie does the same thing. Like right. where it's like the whole underground society that us regular people don't know anything about. Yeah. But the ones who are fortunate enough to get a glimpse in that world are always like, oh. Like, see, after seeing John Wick 2, made me want to run home and play Hitman. Yeah. Like, it was like, oh, I love, I love the, the, the tapestry that's painted in that world. Yeah. You know, action was really good. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was as good. Not as good as the first one, because the first one you, you, you kind of you get to know who John Wick is. But in the second one, you already know. So the fights, the fight scenes are a little more intricate, mm-hmm. a little more beautiful because he's got this. Like, I've never seen violence portrayed so beautifully in in the Wick series mm-hmm. because you know with the kung fu moves and then the, the handling the gun, like you know how he handles and holds a weapon. It just it's poetry in motion mm-hmm. at times, and like walking out, it's just like, oh. like I kind of. Then Dad said, "It's like you know." I'm like, "Well, it, it ends off. We know there's going to be a third one. Yeah. There's got to be." And, Dad, and I said that. And Dad's like, "Well, it's three books." And I'm like, "There's books." Like now, I want to read it because I'm sure that those books will delve more. I'm more interested in the world of John Wick, not just him. Right. You know, so I might have to kind of look into that just to be able to read it. Go because that that universe that the writer created is so. It's my kind of atmosphere. Okay. Now this goes to her. Go ahead, baby. All right, so I'm going to apologize. Okay. I liked the first one. when We, we watched it last night because we knew we were going to see the second one today. And I'm like, why do I have to see the first? You didn't make me watch the first Jack Reacher. Like, why right. do I have to see him? He's like, no, no, no. You got to see this. Like, you have to understand why John Wick is the way that he is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll watch it. Super sad that his wife died. Way more sad that they killed his fucking dog. When they killed his dog, I was like, did they just fucking kill that dog? And it's like the cutest little fucking beagle ever. Mm-hmm. And Sean's like, yeah, they did. And I'm like, I can't believe you make, you're making me watch this. <laughs> like, I was upset with him for a second because he that's, forced that's me. What, that's what I'm like. Like, Susie started talking talk about the dog. I'm like, that's this is the path we're going down. Okay. So you continue. Okay, so aside from the dog thing, yeah. here's my issue with John Wick. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I really think it's making me realize why action movies aren't my personal thing mm. i respect that other people love them go out all day long and spend your money on action movies it's not my money i don't care but it's not per i'm not gonna be like ooh, gotta see this action movie you know it's just it's just <laughs> i'm never ever gonna say that never i'm always gonna be dragging her to these movies yeah not necessarily dragging but i'm be like all right we can go see it just the way that I'm like, hey, babe, can we go see the newest, latest Disney children's movie? You know, like, it's going to be the same kind of concept. Yeah. So, the first one, I'm like, all right, this is cool. It's super sad what happened. But see, y'all pissed him off, so now he's coming for your throat. I like characters like that. Right. Like, I like characters that everyone's scared of them because you don't quite know what they're capable of. Or right. you know exactly what they're capable of. And, yep. like, nobody can fuck with them. I like characters like that. I think that Keanu Reeves is great in both of them. Loved him. I'm like, ooh, he'll still always be in Speed. Every time I think Keanu Reeves, I think Speed. 
that's just because it's like probably the first one I ever seen him in. But it, both of them, he's great in both of them. Uh-huh. My, my issue is, is the whole time all this shit's happening, he's stabbing people in the face. Guns are flying off everywhere. There's blood squirting everywhere, and they're in like the streets. So uh-huh. no one's gonna call the police. Like, <laughs> so so no one's gonna pull their phone out and record this to put it on youtube or world star or facebook or twitter or whatever you want to stream this on so no one everyone walking on the streets is gonna act like they don't see these people getting the shit beat out of them and keanu reeves is just gonna walk down the street with like blood dripping from his face stab wounds everywhere every step he takes there's like a quarter's worth of blood everywhere <laughs> and no one's gonna stop this man on the street and be like hey dude do you need some help do you need to call you an ambulance like so no one's gonna do that like okay wait wait, wait. he's gonna make see, fun of how i say it. i do it all the time what was, what was that word <laughs> ambulance You've never heard me say ambulance before? That's how I say it all the time. Every- I have, but it's funny. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. So- See, like, like, I would say like, the opening scene of John Wick 2 is a car chase between a car and a motorcycle uh-huh. in New York in the middle of the night. Yeah. Empty streets. Yes. And I'm like, right away, I'm like, okay, obviously that's not. New York is never, no, the, right. never have empty There's streets. There's somebody somewhere. Right. And I'm like, all right. You, and that's where you go. Here's here's you guys suspend that disbelief, that belief right. throw it out the door and go now dive into that world. She's not that way. She's it's it's hard for me to do that right because like in the opening <laughs> scene, the, he's like he hits him he hits the guy on the motorcycle with a car. I'm telling you right now, if we're driving down the boulevard and I see a motorcycle get hit by a car, we may not necessarily like pull over. I'm going to want to because I'm CPR and first aid certified. So I'm technically like morally obligated to stop and offer assistance until an, an EMT gets there. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) But the least I'm going to do is call 911 and be like, Hey, a really bad wreck just happened on the corner of such and such and such and such. No one does that in these movies. Right. There's a whole big fight scene between Keanu Reeves and Common on a, on a subway. On a subway car. Packed with people. Yeah. And they, they do kind of do the macho thing where they start waiting for people to filter off the train before it's mostly empty when they start their hand-to-hand combat fight with knives. But there's people on both ends kind of watching this. And I was like, no one pulls out a cell phone. Like, I'd be like, dude, that's Keanu Reeves and Common in a knife fight. Like, Give me my, where's my cell phone? Like... <laughs> I can guarantee I've been to New York. <clears throat> I can guarantee you they don't care. Uh, that's well, what I said, you know, too. When we because... were in the car on the way home, I said that. I was like, I don't know if this is like the Southern hospitality, small town USA in me. You know, like people from New York are really, really mean. So, like, maybe they don't give a fuck. Like, they see people get stabbed in the face all the time. I went to a punk show <clears throat> like eight years ago. I don't know how many. It was a long time ago. We, we had to get to New York to this, right? And bunch of us were like we're gonna take the train up we're not gonna drive into new yeah. york you know it's too too much we'll take cabs or whatever through new york and we decided to take the subway system now we ended up in madison square garden to, to begin with and you have to file like if you don't know where you're in new york fucking find out because yeah. people <laughs> yeah. people 
like, hey, excuse me, and they just keep going. Yeah, like, fuck you. Yeah, you know, they don't even give you the courtesy to talk, you know, tell you to go fuck yourself. That is so rude. They just keep going, and you're like, okay. And then we had to, we figured it out. Like, okay, this is the train we got to take, and we had to find these painted lines on, on the ceiling. But if you didn't look up, you would never saw them because they're not like flashing light like this way or you know kind of thing. Like like if you're a New Yorker, they obviously know where they're going. So we're following this line, and we get to the subway, and literally like. I've seen this in Japan, like in, in documentaries and stuff, but they do this in New York. People get on, and there's got there are conductors that push people into the car so they can close the doors so you can go. Wow. So it happened. One of our friends actually got pushed in, and the rest of us didn't get in. So he's standing behind the glass like going, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where we're going because I'm the only one who had the information of what the next train was. And I'm like, get off at this station. We'll meet you there, right? So the next train comes up. Now there's not. He's gone. See you later. (laughs) So now we get on the next train, right? And it doesn't move, right? And people are running down the stairs and jumping into the train like, we made it. And they're like, why the fuck are we moving? And so that was going this whole thing. And now we see all these police, like, in the the platform. And finally, somebody goes up and he comes back and he goes, oh, somebody had a heart attack in the Knox car. And and I swear to God, it just really happened. The guy said to him, well, can't they take him out of the train so we can go? Wow. <laughs> I'm just never going to that city because my little small town USA self is going to be like, you're mean. <laughs> you know, like, that is rude. You don't got no home training? Were you raised in a barn? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, other than the little technical issues I have with not feeling like it's realistic enough, I guess. <laughs> I like I said I I can appreciate the work that goes into making action movies. Uh. Like like it was pretty I mean in like a really violent way, you know. It was nice to watch. I didn't fall asleep in the theater. You know what I mean? <laughs> Would I watch if he wanted to watch it again? Like at home if he was like, "Hey, can we watch Don Wake I'd be like, All right, fine." You know, and I'll stay up and I'll watch it. But I'm not going to be like, ooh, Sean's at work. What am I going to watch today? Fucking John Wick. That's what I'm watching. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to happen. Definitely not the first one because the dog dies and I didn't like that. The whole time in the second one, I just knew that his pit bull was going to die. I'm like, they're going to kill his dog again. And then it's going to start all over. I was terrified the whole time I'm watching. I'm like, please don't kill the dog. I can't handle it. Because you remember the end, yeah. he, he grabs a pit bull. The dog, like I said, it takes place maybe six months after the first one. Oh, yeah. maybe Be- that. If that. If that, because the dog is a little bigger than he, when you first see him. Yeah. So it looked, I mean, I don't know if they got just another dog, but it definitely, as he's, um, you might want to say, trying to regroup his life back together, because it opens up with him getting his car back. Yeah. You know, because that was what started this whole thing, and killing the dog, so the opening sequence is about him getting his car back. Right. So you're like, all right. And then he's trying to put his life back together. And when there is, as soon as he, you know, remember how he breaks the floor to get to the, the Cougarans yeah. and the guns. Well, just as he, you know, re-cements that area, there's a knock on the door and it's a guy who has a marker. He's cashing in because apparently this guy helped him do the impossible task that that got him to be free of, yeah. of of that lifestyle. So the guy's calling in a marker, and John's like, I, I, I don't want to know. And it, that's where it kind of propels the story further by this guy trying to cash in on this marker. Okay. So it was definitely, like, throughout the whole time, like, 
You're just like you do see everybody, almost everybody from the first movie come back. You know that were still alive. That were still alive. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you're like, all right, you know what? It was like, and then like the opening scene with the car chase, you know, and all that. It's to get his car back, and this is not. Like, it's like it's the first ten minutes of the movie, and after you see the character, he doesn't come. He doesn't come back. Um, the guy who got killed in the, you know, the bad guy from Constantine, the guy who played Lucifer, yeah, the guy from the Farfa Newton commercial, yeah, he plays the brother of the guy who got killed in the first movie, right? All right, he's like, you know, John Wick killed my nephew, he killed my brother. Blah blah blah, but he's trying to shut down everything because he's like, "We have his car in our inventory. We need to get the fuck out of town." Yeah, you know that kind of thing. And and you, to see him, and then I'm like sitting there watching. John Wick opens the door, and I see the two of them sitting, looking at each other, going, "Oh my god, it's Constantine all over again!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, "Holy shit!" I forgot the two of them started that. And then of course, when you know, um, what's his face shows up, it's hey, those guys were in Matrix together. And I feel like yeah. it did seem to be like Keanu was like, you know, I want to make a sequel. Let's have all my friends and people right. I've worked with in the past kind of, ladies and gentlemen, Lawrence Fishburne. Woo! You know, and but it does set up greatly for a third one. Right. It's really, really, really good. I, I liked it a lot. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I don't think so. Right. I think we. I mean, Did we covered everything. I think we we yeah. have more, but that's definitely for the second. Yeah, part. well, it's all the movies, right? Yeah, yeah it's all yeah. the movies. Now, yeah. speaking of movies, you want to say what comes out on? Blue? Well, you know, we'll 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 take a break now, okay, and then come back and we'll we'll do start off with that, and then we'll get into uh, whatever shenanigans you want to talk about because <laughs> this is a fun hour for me. Yeah, it's, uh, Sean Stacy's wacky week time <laughs> adventure. That's right. All right, we'll be right back, folks. And we're back, folks. Welcome back, everybody. Well, and I got some. Right, hot off the press. Ready? Yeah. Well, it's actually from New York Times movie Oscar winners 2017. Ready? Uh-huh. So far, this is what we got. Um, I'll just do a dabble on that now and a dabble on the part two here. Uh-huh. Um, supporting actor, Mahershala Ali for Moonlight. <laughs> it's like, it's like, yes. I think I picked that one. It's like, yes. Uh, supporting actress. Yeah. Viola Davis, Fences. I don't think I picked that one. I think I picked that one. And it made a feature, Zootopia. Yes. Yeah, I think. I think I, I, we all picked that one. So I, I think, think so. that was a you know a no-brainer. I think maybe my wife picked that one because my wife is now in it, so it's a four-person race. It's not That's right, race. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I nailed Best Foreign Language Film, The Salesman. That's the one with the uh, Iranian uh, director yeah. who you know got who couldn't wouldn't be able to make it because of the ban. Right. <laughs> so I'm looking at a score and song uh, score La La Land. Land right song City of Stars from La La, La Land. Land yeah uh, animated shirt Piper yeah which is the animated shirt before Mo, uh, before Finding Dory yes I think it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it wasn't Finding Dory yeah it was because yeah, Moana had the uh, guy in uh, oh, the brain scene. one yes yeah okay um Visual effects, the Jungle Book. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe well, I'll save some more for part two because the one we have to talk about is makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, there you have it, folks. All right. So, uh, thanks for listening. Yes. Um, if you want to catch the show live, you can on Sunday nights starting at around seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com iTunes Radio and tune in. Just your track when I read on those apps. Don't forget to please go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. 
Follow us on Twitter at, at Geeksters. And if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show, you can con- or if you have a suggestion about something that you might want to hear our opinion on or his opinion on or something that he, you would like to have my opinion on but don't want to ask me directly, you can ask Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> or you can do all that <laughs> and but more. It, but more with Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. That's right. So we'll see you now in part two. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.